This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we'll bring in studs. Before we do that, um, to make our predictions, Dan, every week at the ChicagoTribune.com, you have a numbers package. What is this week's highlight? Almost every week. This week, short weeks are hard. This package did not appear in the Chicago Tribune, but I still have three numbers for you tonight. Great. And I'm going to start with one in 10. That is the record under Matty Reflus's Bears head coach that the Bears have had in one score games. They've been outscored 76 to 40 in the fourth quarter of those 11 games. Last week was obviously the 10th loss uh, by one score in a game where the Bears were outscored seven to nothing in the fourth quarter and committed turnovers on three of their four offensive possessions. It is a sign and evidence that this team has not broken through and the ability to meet game on the line moments and get it done. Wow, that's that's pretty stunning. Um, do, did you have another thought before we get to the next number? I, I, we we got out of the last segment for Bryce Young. Do you have ideas on why he has struggled? Do you think that the Panthers realized they made a colossal mistake? Did they make a colossal mistake in not taking CJ Stroud first? Look, I, I think that the Panthers ha- have a quarterback that's seven starts into his rookie season, you know, and, and th- this is part of the problem that I'm talking about when everybody wants to make grand long term judgments and conclusions on guys when they've, they've had two months to try to figure this league out. You know, Bryce Young uh, was obviously knocked heavily coming out for his size. 5'10", 204 pounds, I think he's listed at. Uh, He's been sacked 26 times this year. Uh, I've talked to some people in Carolina that say the durability hasn't been an issue through the the first half of the season and that, uh, you know, this is just part of a rookie quarterback trying to – find his way behind a, a shaky offensive line without he's had great chemistry with Adam Thielen. Who's got 62 catches. That's a number that I could have given you in the numbers game. Um, and, and he'll do his best on, on Thursday to put his best foot forward. I think you just have to wait probably two years before you jump to conclusions on whether they, they have great regret on not taking CJ Stroud over Bryce young. And, and obviously they're going to try to put together the best developmental plan to get this rookie uh, on a path that, that takes him somewhere. I'm with you, and I think people do jump to conclusions and, and try to form them quickly, certainly in today's uh, society. But I, I also think the, the one of the reasons they're doing that with Bryce Young is that the Panther organization, much like the Bears organization, 
has lost the benefit of the doubt, especially in the last year. When you think about the moves they have made, they traded Christian McCaffrey. Yep. They traded DJ Moore. They got out of the number one. I mean, they they went into the number one overall pick, and then they arguably, in many people's mind, didn't pick the guy that got off the quickest start in terms of quarterbacks. When guy, Those guys were relatively even, so it Agreed. was maybe a judgment call. When you lose the benefit of the doubt as a football franchise, it, it takes a while to regain that trust and faith. Yeah, no question about it, and and we'll see what he looks like. I, I'm I'm interested to watch him play up close and personal at Soldier Field on Thursday night. My second number for you, David, tonight. We'll get we'll get through these last two quickly. Twenty eight. That's the Carolina Panthers' rank against the run this season. They're a bottom five rushing defense, giving up 131.8 rushing yards per game, 4.43 per rush. There have been six opposing players this year that have reached 75 yards uh, against the Panthers, including two. Both former Bears, David Montgomery and Raheem Mostert, who topped 100 against them. So it should be a night where Deontay Foreman in the running game can be an asset to Tyson Bajan in the offense, and they can lean on that a little bit to try to play the game on their terms. It's a good one. What's the last one? Last one is one. It's the passes attempted this season by Carolina Panthers punter Johnny Hecker. We all know Johnny Hecker <laughs> as the guy who is now up to 24 pass attempts in his career. He's thrown for 193 yards in his career. He's got a touchdown and interception. He's one Pass attempt this year was a completion. It was a fake punt. It was a fourth down play. Seven-yard completion to LaVisca Chenault, but it was stopped one yard short of the line to gain, and so it did not result in a first down for former Bears special teams coordinator Chris Tabor. When Johnny Hecker is on the field, you always have to be ready for the possibility of a pass. Also, this gives me a segue into telling you that Brad Biggs was highly pressuring Bears special teams coordinator Richard Hightower to turn loose the first fake of his tenure as Bears special teams coordinator during the the, uh, back and forth on Tuesday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Richard said that if the Bears do turn loose a fake, they will name it in Biggs's honor. Just something to keep an eye on on Thursday. He will be insufferable if that happens. <laughs> we heard the audio on Wednesday morning on the Mullinghaw show, and he did not back down from that. Brad Biggs predicts a fake punt before every punt he's ever watched. So a happens, surprise. he'll finally be right. And you know what? He has to be right about something he's due. So I'm also with Biggs on this, that like when you're uh, whatever their record is now, five and 21 over the last two years, turn one loose, do something fun, just do it, just go for it. Why not? Yeah, that that I I, I agree with that. Okay, so that's that'll be fun. Let's bring in Adam Szynski to make our predictions. I think this might be a different scenario, although, by the way, Adam, 30 seconds, you went viral today on Thursday. You said, okay, enough Tyson Bajan. Why, why did you leave the Bajancy? What do you have against Shepherd University? Why do you hate the Bajancy? <laughs> I, I hope that it didn't be construed as me leaving the Bajancy because I was never on the Bajancy. I was just, I was just kind of observing it from – you were the captain of the Bajancy, David. No, you know, I just – I had a little pent-up fr- fr- frustration and I just, like, came to a realization – some point in the fourth quarter Sunday that like, I just, I I've seen enough. 
I've seen that. It's not that I don't think Bajan could eventually be a starter, or do I? I think he's already earned a backup role unless he just completely tanks from here on out. But like it kind of to what you were saying, Dan, it's at least the one side of it. This whole season is about was supposed to be about the ultimate part is about evaluating Justin Fields and finding out what he is and what he can do. And is he a franchise quarterback? And are you going to pick up that fifth year option for 2025? And as of right now we don't have that answer because he's not on the field and we need to get back to answering that damn question plus he's better than Tyson Bajan he gives them a better chance to win in most games and I want to see him play again so I, it's really so it see it started coming out of me again it, it really in the, in the, the little thing that went viral had, had, I think it's 45 seconds to with, <laughs> sorry it had nothing to do with 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 it being an analytical side like I, I even said before they, it, it wasn't on the clip that's on Twitter or YouTube or anything. I said, I'm going to say something super meatball-y right now. So I was self-aware in what I was doing. <laughs> and, and, and it just, it just had to, it just had to, to, to come out of me. So, so, look, so I, now, I now give us your, t- now give us your t- Tyson Bajant wins his second game uh, prediction. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I got the bears winning this one. And, and it come like, if the bears can't find a win, it, look, the, the Panthers are terrible. They're just not good. They don't have a good off. They don't do anything well. And the Bears have at least one thing they do well, and that's run the ball. Plus, the Panthers are going to be without their best player in Brian Burns. Like if the, I, I think I picked the Bears 27-19. If they can't win this game, then people need to be held accountable on Friday. Like, this is a game – this is like – it's you, you, know, you try not to be overly, like, one-game oriented, but, like, you cannot, cannot lose this game. Good prediction. I'll go quick here because I want to get into some DJ Moore stuff in a minute. I have the identical score as Adam Stadzinski, Bears 27, Panthers 19. I don't really need to give you a long-winded uh, recap of why. That's just what the score is going to be Thursday night. <laughs> I'm going three for three, Bears 24, Panthers 17. I think Bajan gets his second victory, which will give him more this year than Justin Fields. I think so. He'll have more victories than Justin Fields. I cannot wait for Friday morning's phone calls on the Mullen Haw Show. Neither can studs. <laughs>